0: to hashtag the chit show i'm ashley chitty being a military spouse is not easy come along with me as i navigate this crazy life the good the bad the deployments and everything that's in between how can we support our mental health while supporting our spouses it's a wild ride you're not alone that is what i'm here for Okay, welcome back, guys, to Hashtag Chit Show. Today, we have Shannon Hyde, where I'm just, I'm really thrilled to be talking to him today. He wrote the book, Dear Military Teen. I don't know if this is the first that I've seen, but I'm really intrigued by this book, honestly, Mm -hmm. that you wrote it. Um, I... I have a preteen coming up. Uh, she She's about to be 12. Mm-hmm. So there's always those thoughts of who has been through this? Where can we find this book? I think that we see more of like children's books because I have a six-year-old as well. Like, right. hey, um, what what book, you know, can you refer me to? Because I have a five-year-old who's missing their dad. Like what book mm-hmm. and children's books are great. But for this, for a teen, I think that's it's pretty spectacular. So welcome to the show.
1: Well, yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Ashley. This is uh, really exciting. Yeah. What a great name for a podcast. By the way, chit show. Yeah. I mean, I just, well, how fun is that? It's so much fun. I it love is that. so
0: much fun. I mean, my last name's Chitty. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to have that name, why not make it work for everyone? Yeah, it's,
1: <laughs> I think it's perfect.
0: <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. Um, okay, well, tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about yourself.
1: Right. Well, you introduced the book, but me personally, I am a student at Penn State University. I'm in my junior year studying aerospace engineering. Um, Very busy schedule as of recently. It's starting to pick up a little bit like exams and stuff. So that's always fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, Mm -hmm. military brat. My dad was in the Marine Corps for 20 years, grew up, lived all over the place, Virginia, North Carolina, Okinawa. Um, Then they end up moving down to Florida when he retired. And I'm the host of the Shan Show podcast, which I've been doing for a little over two years now. Yes, and yes. the author of Dear Military Teen, as of about yes. like two months ago. Well, not quite. I
0: know yeah. it's. Fa- that I was going to ask you. This is really recent,
1: right? It is. It's uh, still fresh.
0: Y- yeah, it is still fresh. So yeah, I'm. I'm so happy to be talking to you about it. So, what was the idea, and how did you come up with hey? We need a book out there. I'm going to write one. It's going to be me.
1: Right. Well, yeah. It's, it's just the idea <laughs> I'm going of that to do sounds it. crazy. I yeah. can't believe. I still yeah. can't believe that it's like done at, at some point. Yeah. Because for so long, I was just in the process, like with a Word document just like fighting against myself writing it. But the idea, yeah, there really wasn't anything like it. And I kind of realized that when I started doing the podcast, I started talking about military teen issues. And I was talking to military teens all the time. I was realizing mm-hmm. you know, there's not too many sources out there. Not too much conversation going on. Um, obviously, right. I'm not sure if you've heard of Bloom Military Teens. I mention them like every time I do a podcast. I should really stop. <laughs> but they're the best. They, they do so many… Uh, no. Well, yeah. Uh, Bloom Military Teens. They've done a survey okay. on military teens which revealed so many cool things. Well, I guess not always the coolest things. But like about food Bull. insecurity <laughs> and uh, mental sure. health and… right uh, what, what military teens want to do once they're uh, finished with high school. So Mm -hmm. that's one great resource out there. But I wanted to do my own thing. And I kind of came across doing this whenever I started collaborating with the Museum of the American Military Family, which is based out of Tierra, New Mexico. And they do a lot of work preserving the history of the military family. And their museum director, Dr. Circe Westner, uh, she kind of, she prompted the idea a little bit about me doing a larger project while working with the museum. Because I was going to be their student liaisons. I was running like their social media for a little bit. I wanted to do something a little Mm -hmm. bit bigger, um, bigger than the podcast, a larger project. And the book just made a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, I was able to look back on some of my experiences, take some lessons from them, and provide advice to military teens. And that was the goal from the beginning. And luckily, I think it uh, ended up going pretty well.
0: I think it's gone fantastic. I think this is a perfect opportunity for um, for teens and really to kind of— in a military team especially, to, to be relatable to someone right. when I feel like it can be so isolating Absolutely. and not really understanding, hey, has there re- – Although you're with your peers and you're like, hey, we're going through it together, mm-hmm. but are we? What are we really going through together? Right. And I think that it really, um, to get your perspective, mm-hmm. was um, I? I I think my my what I really loved about going through your book was you touch on everything, and right. I and it's not so much like. Um, what your experiences, but your experiences plus some, like your experiences plus advice Mm -hmm. on, Hey, this is how it, this is how it really could, what you should do. Or I think that like the part where you're like, listen to your pair, like you talk about, you touch on your parents Mm -hmm. and like how it affects them. And like just being, and me having children right now, it's hard to um, understand what they're really thinking. And I love your perspective about it. Yeah. You talk from the hard stuff. So you mentioned like, you know, drugs and alcohol is in there and you mentioned PCSing, deployments, Mm -hmm. schools, changing schools and to missing your friends and friendships. So touch on some of those uh, key points in the book that you go over.
1: Right. So I think it's really important. Throughout the book, that I cover so many different things because everyone's yeah. experiences as a military teen is just so different. So if I'm just like talking from what I've done the whole time, the book doesn't really work because then it's just like, right. it's it's a bad autobiography then that's not that mm-hmm. interesting because like I'm right. largely, I'm not that interesting from like a book perspective. Like I'm not, you know, I'm right. like not like a former president or something <laughs> crazy or I haven't invented anything. So, so much of it has to be advice. But the only reason to kind of to get yeah. to the advice is to kind of like prompt a little bit some of the things that I've been through. To show that I can relate mm-hmm. to the reader because that's also sure. a really key point is being able to appear relatable and appear mm-hmm. uh, younger and understanding which I think is a really big piece of it but yeah in terms of the big issues there's I talk about all sorts of different types of moves that have happened mm-hmm. in my life and um, from moving overseas to moving back to a place where you've already lived before um, to you know just your standard PCS over the summer to a new state yeah. um, I talk about some of the issues that can come up during those moves and those moves right. can also happen at very different points in your life. Uh, we we change mm-hmm. so much, like going from kids to teenagers, and how we yeah. like, relate to other people socially, and how we interact with friends past and our relationships with our parents. So everything is just yeah. changing very rapidly as as it is yeah. for teenagers. But then you add in the moving mm-hmm. and the deployments, and there's just a whole lot to get to. So. I hope I did my yeah. best. And I think the you mentioned the drugs and alcohol as well. But uh, yes. uh, that's that's an example of something that all teenagers ha- kind of have to go through. And yeah. um, I think that's also important to put in there as well, because this is a book that I want that not only for military teens to be able to relate to, but mm-hmm. just any teens mm-hmm. or any parents who are reading right. this and think that, hey, this is some good advice that would work.
0: Yeah. I mean, when you touch on alcohol, mm-hmm. drugs and alcohol, I mean, it's real talk. Mm-hmm. You know, it's real talk. And then, then you bring in the mental mental illness with it as well because it's on the rise. And it's obviously on the rise uh, with our teens uh, now. So I, and especially right after the pandemic, and I don't think I realized that like towards the end of this book, like that's, you were in the pandemic, like the start of the Mm -hmm. pandemic right there. Was that your senior year of high school? Was that what it was? Okay. Yeah. So it's, so it really is so fresh and raw. Mm -hmm. Like how um, not only is it just, hard yeah being in high school then it's hard being a military teen in high school and then a pandemic yeah, just as well. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's just compounding so. Yeah, it just keeps keeps on and keeps on. But I think um something that really stuck out to me and I really um appreciated your perspective on this too is when your dad retired from the military. Mm-hmm how not only is it really hard, I think we, a lot of times we just think about the service member and how hard it is for the service member to retire and become the civilian all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like one day they're, mili- they're a military service member, the next day they're a civilian, right? Um, I really like how you had to become a quote unquote, a right. civilian as well. Mm-hmm. Like just transitioning, I, I it was I I don't know. I was just kind of like, oh, like I just didn't even think about the kids. Right. <laughs> like, and, and we've just been on this journey of what are we going to do? I didn't even think about the kids and how they feel to not move. I think they get used to it as well, right? right?
1: Yeah, it's just, and you're going into a much different environment a lot of the time. Because for my family at least, yeah. you're not you're not a part of the military community anymore. All of a sudden, it's just right. it's just it's a totally different move. And mm-hmm. that was something that I touched on in the book. But just moving to a place where. They aren't used to getting a lot of new kids where they don't have resources sure. available for kids moving to the new school. There's no like orientation, right. there's not like that, yes. Um, you know, there's not that welcoming environment necessarily. Not that there's anything wrong with the kids who are there or how they were raised, it's just they're not used to it mm-hmm. and it's not as accommodating as um, Dodea school. So mm-hmm. that's that's one of those things where it's like it's really difficult for military teens, but like no one's really doing anything wrong either. It's just like the world isn't sure. always gonna stop for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. this is something that we have to get used to, just like just like for the military service member going back into the civilian mm-hmm. world, which is mm-hmm. also so so important. Mm-hmm. But um, it is, yeah. It is. I mostly focused on the teen's perspective.
0: Yeah, I really liked that. I it was just something that I just it just never occurred. Mm-hmm. Is not that crazy to say? Because I'm a parent right. now.
1: I mean, it, it didn't occur to me either until <laughs> it so happened. I was like, oh, that would be <laughs> like, easy. We can stop moving. Yeah, when, when I
0: saw that you read that. Yeah. yeah, when I read that, I was like, oh, I mean, that's. That's just kind of, that's just kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. like, I just, um, and I see that he retired from New River.
1: Yes. That's where he had his Yes, and then we're ceremony. here in Camp yeah. Lejeune.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's really great. Like, um, it's, when I was reading it, I was like, yep, yep, we're Navy, but you guys mm-hmm. were Marines, but we're here on a Marine establishment. Right. So to, uh, hear that you guys were, or he, that's where his uh, ceremony was, but that you guys were in Cedar Point as well.
1: Yes. Right. Yes. We live there. Okay. For, yeah. For
0: um, what would you say is your best, a DOD school or just a regular, normal public school? Because oh. I have kids in the Dodd right now.
1: <laughs> I, there's pros and cons to each, yeah. for sure. I, I only went to one do, dodea school, actually, and that was while I was in Okinawa. Okay. So the rest of the time I was yeah. in public schools. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I really liked, maybe it was because it was overseas, but I like the Dodea environment in a lot of ways, yeah, just my like kids do all too. the kids are new. Mm-hmm. All the kids are understanding. Everyone's been in each other's shoes before, but they've all moved to that right. place at some point. So yeah, relatable. Yeah. I, I definitely appreciate Dodea schools.
0: Yeah. And, um, so what would you say right now is your biggest, like, how do you want to keep going with the book or providing more, uh, resources out there for teens or transitioning into how do you want to keep pushing forward and, and making this a topic always at the forefront? Because I like this. Yeah. I, our kids are important. And I want to make sure that all of our kids keep knowing that there are a lot of resources out there for the kids.
1: Right. I think the biggest part is talking to the kids. And I think that that's overlooked yeah. so much of the time because it's just a yeah. lot of times with these issues, it's just like adults talking to adults a lot of times. And it's not, you are not so getting right. the survey. It's not getting the teen's perspective, unfortunately. And I think that's part of the reason why the book works as well is because I was a teen so recently, you already said that, but I'm a little bit younger. I grew up with the social media. I grew up in a much similar environment to how these kids are growing up now than, you know, my parents did. So I think it's important for them to talk to people who have been in their shoes recently and who have been through Mm -hmm. these challenges and can give them really key advice to what, you know, we just went through. So that's, that's the number one priority for me is just talking, talking, talking.
0: Yeah. Communication, communication. Mm -hmm. I've always said that too. Communication, communication. You, you uh, touched on social media. Mm -hmm. How do you fit in with social? I mean, how do I, I just.
1: Totally different world. It's hard
0: as an adult. It really is hard as an adult to keep social media, like even like this say with, for me, for the podcast Mm -hmm. and using social media as a marketing uh, tool, that's hard for me, you know, like I just, so how do you fit in? How do you transition and fit in social media in your life in a healthy way? What is your best right. advice so for that, that? That's
1: the key thing is healthy. And there's really mm-hmm. not a good healthy way to do it right now because the way that kids use it today is like, that's that's the primary social environment. That's how kids communicate sure. primarily more than ever, more than they do in person. That's how they how, yeah. that's how they function is they text each other, they Snapchat each other, they Instagram each other. That's where right. their lives um, sit. That's where, that's where the focus is. So whenever you're moving right. to a new place, you know, Back in the day it was, oh, how are you gonna shake someone's hand or like look in the eye or like become buddies or yeah. you're gonna hang out at lunch? And while that's still important, so much of it is also you have to get the followers. You have to add them on Snapchat. You have to like get involved that right. way, or else you're not you're not getting right. invited to anything. You're not seen as a real friend if you're not talking to them outside of school. So it's this totally mm-hmm. different social bubble that you're trying to crack into. A lot yeah. of times, like you don't you don't feel like it. It's just painful. Like People yeah. are judgmental when they're behind a screen. It's not always the most welcoming mm-hmm. place. And you know, it's it's just that's just the reality of how it is. So I, I talk about that a little bit yeah. in the book is you you kinda have to do it even though you don't want to sometimes. You kinda have yeah. to get involved through social media, even though it has all of its uh Yeah, that's
0: a really tough thing to admit yeah. that like not only do you want to maybe Try to minimize your social mm-hmm. media usage. You realize that that is what you have to do yeah. now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I think as a parent of someone who's been asking for a phone for a really long time, yeah. it's it's a very hard pill to swallow mm-hmm. that it's no we. These are the things that we are going to have to do, but how do we do them? Yeah,
1: it's, it's the healthy way, like you said. So right, and I think that so much of it also is the education beforehand. Before they get mm-hmm. the phone in their hands, and before they get addicted to the platforms, they have to understand right. what, what's what are what are the platforms doing to them? What information are they sure. collecting? How are they keeping you on the platform? Why why mm-hmm. are you why are you so obsessive over it in the first place? And um, right. That was things that were not talked about at all whenever I got my first phone in middle school back in, you know, like okay. 2010 or whenever that was. But, okay. Um, some of those negative side effects of it, it was just, I need to get involved socially. So that's definitely a right. conversation that needs to be done. I think parents are doing a great job with right. that. And I'm going to, if yeah. I'm ever one day a parent, that's definitely going to be something that I prioritize is, uh, yeah. you know, understanding why you feel the connection to the phone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> What would you say is your biggest advice? You have honest advice, Mm -hmm. but what's your biggest advice being, you know, a kid growing up? I mean, 20 years is a long time Mm -hmm. for your dad to be in and um, and watching your mom. Uh, do that as well. Mm-hmm. I know you dedicate your book to your sister. Right. I see. <laughs> I love that, um, and I love how you. What, what did you say? Not no, just she like, you, you like you don't like even reading. read. Yes. Yeah, I'm still not <laughs> sure if she's finished like it. To. to be
1: honest with
0: you, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, that,
1: that is.
0: yeah, it's it's um, so, something to be said to. I know I just asked you that question. Mm-hmm. I'll get back to it. But way. I think it's something to be said to having um, a sibling because mm-hmm. my two right now they're five years apart. They literally, I'm just like, one day you will be so happy that you had this mm-hmm. in common. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean,
0: I think that's something that's uh, amazing to have in common, yeah. you know, and to know that you have somebody with you. At least, you know, one person. I'm a twin. Right. And I remember my mom, wow. and I was like, you always have one friend. Yeah. And, but I say that to my kids now. I'm like, at least, you know, one person. Yeah. And you're going to meet so many. But yeah. So what would be your best advice all around? As a military
1: team. Yeah, all right. All around, I think that it's a theme that I echo largely in the book. Uh, and that's that whenever you move to a new place, I think so often, whether it's from military life counselors or your parents, you're kind of told to just try to get by. Especially if it's only going to be like two to yes. three years. You just want to lay right. low. You want to fit mm-hmm. in. I hate that. I hate fit in. I hate it. that word. Oh, I hate, I hate, I hate that so word. I do too. I think kids mistake <laughs> it because they think… It they means do. camouflage, or they think that it means changing yeah. the integrity of their character to match their surroundings sometimes. Right. Which is really a problem if they're succumbing to right. peer pressure or they're changing their values in order to be accepted. I think that's mm-hmm. something that can be um, misunderstood whenever you tell them to fit in. So my advice yes. is always be who you are and be outgoing. Like really, you, yeah. that shouldn't change where you're based on where you're living. And it's going to be really uncomfortable yeah. sometimes. You have to rip off the band-aid. Sometimes you have to get out there. Mm-hmm. But if you're setting yourself back by hiding in a turtle shell while everyone else is, you know, going out and getting all these great things for their college applications and resumes, you're going to fall behind sure. whenever it's time to graduate sure. high school. So it's so, so important that you have goals that transcend your current location. It's so important right. that you have things you want to do in the long, long term. That it doesn't matter if you're living mm-hmm. in North Carolina or Virginia or Florida. Right. You have goals that are going to be something you can always look forward to. And that's yeah. that's so important, uh, I think, for military teens to understand. Because a lot of times they get to graduation and they're like, what now? Like, they don't, they don't know what yeah. to do because they've been going like day yeah. by day their entire lives. Right. And that's how we're right. kind of wired to go. We're like, oh, we'll just get through mm-hmm. this. We'll get through that. Or, you know, mm-hmm. this move, then we'll get through the next move. And that's something you cannot afford while you're a teenager because you have your entire life out of you. You have to be ready to go yeah. once, you know, once you throw yes. that graduation cap in the air.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I I think that's wonderful advice. I feel like fitting in goes along mm. with hang in there. Yeah. I hate it when somebody says hang yeah, in very there. Similar. It's gonna yeah, it's gonna be fine, or hang in there, you've got this. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I agree with the fitting in and being your outgoing selves. I have two very outgoing um, kids. Right. My daughter's extremely outgoing. My son is too, but my daughter being the oldest one, she, you know, I think it's also really good to recognize that although she is the outgoing one, Mm -hmm. she can have a hard time too. And I have to remind myself about that. You know, it's like, wow, if she's really struggling, then man, she must be struggling because she's my one. Mm -hmm that doesn't, or on the outside, doesn't really struggle per se. Yeah, a tough you know? move
1: can really change your perspective too. Because I consider myself yeah, be an outgoing yeah. person, but there's certain points in my life where I didn't feel that way because I'd, I'd go to right. a new school and I'd get shot down immediately by someone. And then I'm like, oh, right. I don't... Like, I don't even know who I am. Yeah. Like I start to like lose right. sight of um, which way to go. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing all of a sudden, which is. Um,
0: yeah. I think this okay. overseas move, we came from Naples mm-hmm. over uh, back here and right. uh, stateside. And um, I think by far it was her hardest move. I mm-hmm. remember one day she said, I'm struggling. And I, and I just said to her, me too, Yeah, you know, me too. You know, I, I, I remember I just, this was my chance to say to her, I miss my friends too. Yeah. You know, I really miss my friends yeah. and I miss where we used to be and your brother thinks he's Italian cuz he was a baby <laughs> when yeah. he got there so we're dealing with that, you know. <laughs> so it's it's uh it's really I think it's really tough and I think listening to you to the kids listening to them, I think, mm-hmm. is a huge, huge part of it all, too. I've it's been a, uh, this past we're on, we're on two years here. Mm-hmm. It's been a learning experience about listening to her right. and how she feels because she only she knows how she feels,
1: yeah. You know, and I think that's a little bit different in a military family in terms of like how honest you have to be with your kids sometimes because things are just yeah. so much different, like your lives change so drastically are. all the time, and you kind of have to treat mm-hmm. your kids like. Adults in some cases, I think at least for me, long before like a normal kid probably would. Yes, you know they're having to be much more responsible. They're having to you know go through life challenges that other kids wouldn't face until they move to college, right? Most like if they're a civilian. So I think that it's it's just it's just different that parent to kid relationship, and it's important that, that there's listening on both ends.
0: I, 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 yeah, I really do. I, I love the listening part. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about your podcast. <laughs> I want to hear some about it. I, I'm new to, well, I'm a year. Well, March will be two years. So I'm oh, still wow. new. But
1: yeah. Could, so uh, the podcast is my favorite thing ever. I love doing the podcast. It isn't is, it great? It is. Yes. It's a lot of fun. Yes. And it's yes. a very laid back, fun environment. I'm talking to kids mm-hmm. all the time. So, like, this is just like, kids, kids are the yeah. best. Like, it's just easy for Kids me. are the best. But, yeah. I just, <laughs> yeah. I get to talk to kids and, like, it's just, we talk about their experiences, good and bad. I always really focus good. on that because I think yeah. in my podcast, it goes a lot of the good things too. And I think in the book, I kind of yeah. harp on some of the negatives, but there's so many fun experiences that come from the military lifestyle, especially when living overseas. Yeah. So I just love having kids yes. on and they're, they're sharing their stories and they're just rambling on and yeah. on about all these great things. And I love sharing those stories and, you know, kind of spreading joy in the military kid community in that way.
0: Really like that. Yeah. I think that's wonderful. And how many, when do you, when does a new episode come out for you?
1: I have new episodes every Sunday night. If I have a lot of homework that weekend, then it might come out Monday night, but it's weekly. (laughs) (laughs) It fluctuates a little bit, just being honest. And I'll usually toast something like, guys, I'm working on it. I'm a little slow today. Yeah. But
0: yeah, yeah,
1: weekly episodes, it's. Yeah, it's just the best thing. It's on YouTube. Most of my views come through YouTube, so there's there's the video aspect that a lot of people like. Okay, and then uh, you can also listen. You know, I uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify. You know, all the all the usual.
0: Yeah, all all where Mm -hmm. everywhere that you can uh, listen to podcasts. Yeah, so it's the Shannon Show. Yes, right. Shannon, one in the middle, total. Yep, one in the middle. Yeah, (laughs) Shannon, thanks for coming on today. I really, I just, I loved talking to you. You're such a bright light. I have to tell you that. <laughs> I like that. you, you really, it's a, it's a joy. It's so joyful. You know, my conversations are always on the serious side of things too what? with adults, as far as financial, mm-hmm. you know, deployments, all Which the hard things. So this is, it is necessary. Mm-hmm. But I love talking to you and getting a perspective um, from a kid's perspective, mm-hmm. and I really, it's eye-opening, and I, I can't wait for my listeners to uh, listen to this. I can't wait for my kids to listen. <laughs> <laughs> to it you know i think my Sounds daughter's great. really gonna yeah she's almost 12 and i have almost six-year-old so uh, or a seven-year-old. So um, I think this is, I think this is just wonderful. And I appreciate you coming on today.
1: Well, I appreciate you having me here on the, the chit show. A lot of, lot of the fun. The chit show. Yes. Had Hashtag, a great time. Chit show. Hashtag chit and show. And tell
0: everybody where they, we can get your book. I got it on Amazon. Is it just on yes, Amazon right now? Yes, to be
1: Amazon right now. I'm okay. looking into some other things. I'll keep everyone posted okay. on that. I like to, you know, getting out to okay. more people is better, but yeah, Amazon, you can yeah. find it on there. Ebook is super cheap. And then paperbacks, $13.99. You can order it, get it. Yeah. You, you get it to your doorstep in two days. How crazy is that? Something that was on my life. I mean, and how easy is <laughs> yeah, that? So yeah, so easy. It's <laughs> <laughs> now on people's doorsteps within two days. Sorry. Just within two days. I
0: mean, this. where do we live now? This is fantastic. Yeah, anywhere I mean, are, I'm pretty on base, so I can't get it in two, yeah, yeah, two well, days, so. but that's all right. Yeah. That's three, <laughs> three, three's fine. But no, I love it. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy yes. to have had it and read it and I'm working my way through it still, Thank but so I, I love it. I love it. And I appreciate you putting yourself out there like that i think yeah it's, it's not
1: something i ever did before we need somebody it like was, you uh,
0: yeah no our kids need somebody like you so i really i really do appreciate it and i love it mm, i love it thank you so much and then we can also reach you on instagram and facebook is that your platforms right now i'm not or? i'm not on
1: facebook really but instagram yeah. at the shannon show yeah. I'm all okay. all over Instagram. That's me.
0: I'll make sure to link it in all of my posts. Great. And um And yeah, I, I can't wait to I made you like a little giveaway if you don't oh, mind on my on my post please. to give away the that, book. That would be awesome. Yeah.
1: Yes,
0: <laughs> I might even do it here on base to some of the teens. I'm, oh, I'm hey. getting ready to go to a first. Um, well I'm shepherding a middle school dance.
1: Oh <laughs> that's gonna be fun. Little little hands. Yeah, so on I may shoulders. take it
0: with me there. I may yeah. take it with me there. So yeah, I love it. Oh, so yeah. Oh, good, good. I, I uh, so if it's okay with you, I might just do a little giveaway. So yeah. That
1: absolutely be okay yeah. with me. I would love that. Yeah
0: all right well shannon thank you so much for coming on today and i can't wait let's let's do like a follow-up episode i'd love to do something in the future and uh, chit chat a little bit more yeah chit chat
1: i like that too yeah thank thank you so much (laughs) yeah you're welcome
0: and i hope you have a fantastic
1: school year oh thank you i hope i do. thank you
0: all right i'll talk to you soon sounds great Thanks for listening today. If you loved today's episode, share it on social media and tag another military spouse. You can find me on Instagram at Ashley Chitty One. More importantly, don't forget to hit that fancy subscribe button because you don't want to miss out on hashtag Chit Show.